from the third dimension. This is 3D or 2D.com's Duh 3D Show. Put on your 3D glasses now. If you're wondering what the 3D stand for, they are discussion, debate, and the news. We hope that you enjoy the show. Get it? The show? Duh. Welcome to the first Duh 3D Show of 2021, episode 96. I'm Adolf Vega, and with me is Classic Jake. Howdy, folks. And we got quite a few topics to talk about today. Any specific ones you want to start off with first, Jake? Well, let's start off with the delays. Yeah, yeah. So, COVID is still here. We are new year and new president, but COVID is still here. And there is a vaccine, and it's, it's slowly trickling out. Um, but a lot of movies have gotten delayed. Um, I guess they're not feeling that they could really make enough money to justify releasing it. Yeah, they're talking, they're not even going to think about even consider opening theaters where I'm at until April. Um, I haven't even bothered to check. Um, I could check now, but, um, I don't really care (laughs) about going to the theaters for non-3D movie right now. So, it's just kind of... For me, um, you know, I don't really care. I can watch stuff at home, you know? So, um, so here are the movies. Now, some of these movies, we weren't really sure if they were going to be 3D. We kind of assumed as much. But you never know with the, nowadays if it's going to be 3D or not. Um, some of these movies may have been 3D in released if they released outside the U.S. So, we'll see. But uh, Peter Rabbit 2 was scheduled for April of 21. Now it's June 11th, 2021. Now I have zero interest in Peter Rabbit 2. Yeah. I'm like, why is it he doing? Why aren't they doing another Paddington Bear? I haven't seen Paddington good. Oh, they're good. The second one's really good, but they're a lot better than these Peter Rabbit movies. Yeah, these the Peter Rabbit movies look really kitty, like really basic, nothing, all that for adults and. Uh huh, and they don't even look charming. They just look like crap. Uh, Ghostbusters was June eleventh to now November eleventh. Ghostbusters Afterlife, which we're both kind of hesitant on, right, Jake? Yeah, that. I mean, uh, on paper it sounds like a great concept, but that trailer, I was like. This is supposed to be a comedy. There wasn't a single laugh in it. It gave off a lot of uh, vibe of the Netflix show um, Stranger Things, but it just didn't have Ghostbusters kind of thing in there. I don't know. I mean, it, it doesn't look as bad as 2016 Ghostbusters, but definitely does not look good. And we had it. Yeah, it was nostalgia porn. It's like, watch me because you loved the first one. Now, um, we didn't know if that was a 3D movie either. We assumed as much because 2016 was. Um, and just the, Sony is behind it, and Sony's pretty good about releasing movies in 3D. Um, except on home video. Except at home. But um, now, next up is Uncharted, which is another Sony property based on the video game franchise. That got pushed out of 2021 altogether. Yep. Which, um, 
you know, it was a prediction that for me that last year for 2020 and 2019, I I predicted that Uncharted would not come out in 2020, and then now it's not coming out in 2021 either. So who knows when it's really going to come out now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only good news is uh, Godzilla vs. Kong's been moved up to March 26th. Yeah, we're supposed to get a trailer for that, right? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they're saying Sunday, you know, the day after we're recording. Oh, that's a good uh, segue. We are recording this on January 23rd, 2021, at approximately 1.51 p.m. Central Standard Time. As you may know, some things may change as you're listening to this podcast. And by the time we record and upload it, things may change. So, we'll do what we can to cover the news, but it's a moving target. And every time we try to record, something pops up a day after or a week after. And, you know, it is what it is. So, God, Godzilla vs. Kong. Um... I think there's like been little snippets here and there of them fighting the lightning or strike or something. I don't know if you've seen a teaser for that or no. Mm-mm. All I've just seen is a, f- a few s- really blurry set pictures uh, and announcements for the trailer. Um, no, we both liked uh, the second Godzilla movie. Or actually, I like both. I like all the movies in this franchise. Um, I think mm-hmm. Kong is the best of them all. Uh huh. Yeah, I really liked Kong a lot. I mean, the Godzilla King of the Monsters was good too, but Kong was my favorite. It's been my favorite so far. Kong just Kong Skull Island is just fun, and they had uh-huh. a, a lot of playfulness with the seventies and there, and they made Kong into a threatening, huge creature, and it worked. It worked a lot, but better than I was thinking it was going to. Uh huh. Yeah, it was just so cool, and the 3D was so good, and it was it's just a blast. And the Godzilla movies, uh, the first Godzilla was slow, but I did like it. second Godzilla movie with King of the Monsters was almost all action, which cool, but I was still kind of disappointed that the story was really bad, and it's like, okay, whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah, they could have skipped the whole family uh, drama. And King of the Monsters, I mean, that was just, ah. Uh. And another movie here, <laughs> got a date switch, Morbius. So this was October, or, or, it was last year, 2020. Then it got moved to this year. And then it got moved to October of this year, which then gave me an accurate prediction, because I said uh, Morbius would be delayed. And then it got delayed like a day after that to next year. And then it's uh, January 21st. Uh, so it's like, you're going to put it in the January doldrums of 2022? Yikes. Yeah, that's usually where they put movies to die. <sighs> so... So that's... Showing me Sony uh, doesn't either doesn't have much faith in this movie, or they figure comic boy fanboys uh, will flock anyway, uh, and it doesn't matter when they um, release it. They just might go, "F it, everything's the best. We gotta release it, and the schedule's free." Yeah, um, I mean, in some regards, I think a lot of movies 
nowadays, it doesn't really matter when they release as long as they get released. You know, if it's not too crowded, it should make money back. But if it's not, if it's a, you know, like, I, you know, some movies, it doesn't really matter if it's a January or if it's a summer or if it's a fall or whatever release. It's just if people want to see it, people want to see it. Mm-hmm. Or back in the day, back in the late 20th century, oh, well, it's not a summer release that's going to bomb. It's like, now, nah. It, it, it depends on who's making it and all that scenario. But if like Marvel Cinematic Universe wanted to release a movie in mid-January, you better believe that'll make money. <laughs> yeah. I just figure it's going to get delayed again. We haven't seen anything since that first trailer, and it did not look all that good, at least that I remember. I thought it was okay. It just, it just was a basic trailer. I mean, are they trying to? Re, are they doing reshoots to kind of get them in the the Spider Verse kind of thing, or you know, is this partially because of the Spider Verse? Because you know, the so Spider Man Three, which uh, we'll get to in a minute. Um, it's supposed to come out this Christmas season, so it's if is Morbius gonna be, you know, okay, we're gonna connect it all together, kind of thing. Maybe that's why they're doing that. I can understand that they want to release it after Spider Man, but I, you know, it was always kind of wishy washy if the Venom Spider Man, you know, Morbius kind of Sony properties would really gel that well into the MCU besides Spider Man, you know. Yeah, well, I imagine that is part of the negotiations between Sony and uh, Disney slash Marvel. It's also interesting that we don't see, like, new trailers for most of these stuff. You know, you might as well show off a trailer if you have something, you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and you'll probably get uh, mega views for it, because what else are people going to do right now? Um, Yeah, it's, it's it's a weird January because like some TV shows are coming back, um, I, I don't know if you noticed this, um, but like some TV shows that I watch are coming back. I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that show. It's been like six months since I watched the last episode <laughs> of like a Batwoman season two started like a week or two ago, and uh, recast Batwoman and um, yeah, it's one of those things where they got back to you know. It was supposed to be last fall, but that didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised any shows are coming out because I, I can't believe anybody's trying to film in this mess. I mean, but all I do, it seems like once a week I hear a story about a film being shut down because the cast and crew got COVID. And, you know, so these are the, the main ones we know about. There's a lot of hearsay, a lot of rumors about um, other movies getting delayed that basically it's going to be an avalanche and they're just kind of waiting and seeing how things are going. But there's been a lot of rumors about um, Black Widow moving out of 2021 in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, right? Yeah, but there's also lots of rumors that it's going to go like Mulan. It's going to become you rent it and pay like 30 bucks to rent it. Then there's also wild rumors that they're going to do day and date with Disney+. Plus. So, yeah, that's where it gets interesting because 
it's one thing, you know, do they just go ahead and just move on and, and or delay it again? Or do they just say, bite the bullet and put it on Disney Plus Premier Access for $30 or $20 rentals and then, you know, get what they can and move on? I don't know. Um, because if you do put it on, if you have it digitally available, it's going to be pirated pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, but so is everything else. But hey. You try to make it not as easy to pirate, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things that it's hard to tell, and I think a lot of this is just seeing the numbers of COVID and around the world and in America just keep going up and up and up and up, and it's just you know apparently maybe we hit the peak, quote unquote. But I mean that might be the peak from the you know all the holidays that just passed, the people gathering, and then now. It's starting to calm down, but I don't know for sure. Um, and there's just, you know, Hollywood and other theaters and other studios are just kind of seeing the, you know, lay the land and be like, okay, I don't think that my movie will make $100 million for opening weekend or a billion dollars a year. So why release it now and let it be sacrificed to, you know, oblivion? Or I could just wait and have it later. Because I know Bond got delayed, right, as well? But that's not a 3D movie. Or not here, yeah. at least. Yeah. Um, just, I think there's a lot of guys trying to make decisions in the old world. And I really think uh, movie, movie theaters are not going to die completely. But the day of being able to make money running a crappy movie theater have passed. Uh, because, uh, streaming is, uh, for most people far cheaper than going to the movies, uh, and it's far more convenient. And, you know, people don't care that much. I mean, I'm sorry. The theatrical experience has been diminished and, you know, there's no guarantee that you go to a theater and you have a great time anymore. That might've been the case, but it really hasn't been a guarantee anymore. Yeah, and uh, it is, and now for under a grand, you can have yourself a home theater that rivals a lot of movie theaters. So, a lot of this is is connected to politics and how the numbers are, and if they feel comfortable with it. I know we don't want to really go into politics that much in the podcast, but we kind of have to. Um, you know, I just read that. Um, Biden administration has taken you know over, and now they see that there was no plan at all for <laughs> getting the virus in control, um, to get the vaccine distribution, zero plan. So they had to build it from scratch, and they're trying to do a hundred million vaccinations in a hundred days, which is plausible, but that's only about a third of the U.S. population. You know, to get into herd immunity, it'll probably take what eighty percent of the American population, you know, so it may take all the way into the summer, depending if the, the vaccines keep on a steady pace or not. And, um, the new versions of the new mutated versions of the coronavirus, um, I have heard that they're not as like the, the vaccines are now like 90%, 95% effective. The new variants are like 50, 60%. Definitely still worth getting the uh, vaccine for, but, you know, this thing is evolving and getting worse. Mm-hmm. 
and if there was a plan, you know, from the Trump administration and things were going well, you know, things would probably be going well for movie theaters and movies in general. But, you know, Biden's doing what he can, and it's it's it sucks that we have to talk about it, but how politics works out in America affects Hollywood, and that Hollywood affects the rest of the world. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh... And we don't even know, I mean, the movie theaters are kind of looking for a a bailout, and they might get it, Um, especially, I'd just keep an eye on Paramount, uh, because their CEO was a big uh, Biden supporter, and has been for a long time, so. I remember, wasn't there like a movie studio, movie uh, theater money in the stimulus that passed in December or something? Yeah, it was for indie uh, theaters. Okay. So it's an ongoing process. There is vaccines and there is, you know, it's getting going. And hopefully by the summer, you know, we'll get a huge amount of people that have the vaccine. And it won't be, you know, but it's still going to be a a long thing. It's going to be months before... We get back to a normal kind of society. Yeah, and uh, and we have no idea if 3D, I mean, 3D may get jettisoned in theatrical release because they may decide uh, it's something they can't keep uh, people safe because glasses, I mean, that's a flashpoint to spread disease. Yeah, are they going to really recycle them or are they just going to... Yeah, you bring you have to bring your own, and you know, or they only give you, you don't recycle them, and you just one time use and you toss it, which would you know be kind of sad because it's really wasteful. <laughs> but yeah, well, a lot of theaters were doing that anyway. Uh, what, what before the theaters here shut down, they were stopping three D screening simply because the glasses being handled from person to person to person would infect them before you even put them on. Yeah. Um, I mean, they could be, basically, they tell you, bring your own 3D glasses. And I do have a pair. I, I have brought them home. So I do have some that I can take to the theater and that are the, you know, real 3D version that, but it, it, mm-hmm. we'll have to see when the first 3D movie comes out of 2021, which, what what is that movie? Is that Godzilla now? <laughs> Or is it the? I believe it. I believe it is Godzilla. Isn't it or or Raya the Last Dragon? Is that a three D? I think it's a three D release. I think. <laughs> but is it even? But um, I think that's even been pushed back or rumored to be pushed back. There's a good chance it's going to be Godzilla, and hopefully it does get a three D release somewhere. Unfortunately, the last Godzilla movie didn't look that good in three D. <laughs> Uh, I'm just uh, I'm just hoping there's some place closer than uh, Vegas because I live too far away. Chances are, even if it does play somewhere fairly close to me, I'm not going to be able to go uh, because of my mother's situation. She's got a broken leg, and I pretty much have to wait on her hand and foot during quarantine. I mean, you know, even for me, there's the closest theater to see Wonder Woman was 150 miles, which is 
really far for a movie. And... Yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah, even. F- I mean, the days of me going to Canada to see Hong Kong movies have long passed. Shit. Even if they did still have a Chinese theater, I couldn't get into the country because the border's closed. Now, what else is going on? So. Last year, Jake, and I don't remember this movie called Connected from Sony. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> so it was originally supposed to come out in October, and then it went quiet for a long uh-huh. time. And uh, we just saw one trailer for it, and the trailer uh-huh. the trailer was basically an animated cartoon where a whole family is like, oh. Everyone's on their devices. Everyone is on, you know, their phones or tablets. We need to have a family outing. And, you know, it's like, okay. And then robots attack. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and now we're not, not only, and we're probably never going to see this in 3D. So that movie kind of just vanished. Like, it was supposed to come out in October. It didn't happen. So then um, it just, like, we didn't get any new date for that. It didn't get released. And then apparently it got a name change, which I didn't even know about. Because I saw, it said, um, Mitchell and the Machines. And got sold to Netflix. I saw that article. And I was like, Mitchell and the Machines? That looks, like, connected. And then I clicked on the link and it said, all right, sometime... It got it changed its name from connected to Mitchell and the Machines, and now it's coming out on Netflix. So who knows if we would ever see that in three D, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another uh, Lord and Miller movie messed with. Oh well, I was looking forward to seeing it in three D because their animated three D stuff is awesome. And they reportedly paid a hundred million dollars for this movie, <laughs> Netflix. Hey, it's a bargain. I mean, what God's uh, um, legendary wanted? Uh, t- I think uh, Warner Brothers had to give them two hundred fifty million just to run um, Godzilla on HBO Max. So the Mitchells versus the machines. Um, when is it coming out? Um, I'm not exactly sure. I don't have a date right now in front of me, but um, yeah, Netflix announced that they're putting out a movie every week. So, yeah, um, I imagine this is going to be one of the movies they uh put on put up on there because yeah, they're going to go fifty two new movies uh this year. And so, being that Netflix paid a hundred million dollars for this. Um, and it's going to be a Netflix exclusive thing. I th- see zero chance of this ever come out on Blu-ray or DVD. <laughs> yeah, that's a. We'll just see, wonder if what they if the the foreign distribution rights are, because I always hold out hope for a German 3D release. Yeah. Um. So, we'll, I mean, it definitely had a lot of potential for 3D. Like a lot of different robots and and stuff was really popping out of the screen. You could tell. When they shot, how they shot the, the the scenes in the trailer, that it could really have great three D. But yeah, it def it is now going to be part of the Netflix movies, and um, Netflix does what Netflix wants to do. So we don't know when 
everybody's going to release. There's, it might be a surprise release. They may announce it later. Um, for the most part, I don't think they really announce that much stuff, do they? Like dates and stuff. No, not really. I mean, they have lists and stuff, and there's a lot of YouTubers that put out uh, coming on Netflix this uh, month, and I find out stuff there, but they didn't connect it. it hasn't been mentioned. Like the only big thing they've mentioned is, oh, we're raising our prices, but we're going to give you a new movie every week. Yeah. So we'll see uh, when that comes out, but that not going to be a 3D movie that we know of. And uh, it's, it's, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, so just keep going here. Now, this is kind of a messed up story. So it's kind of two stories in one. Um, so we learned more about Justice League, the Snyder Cut. And that apparently it's going to be like a four-hour movie now. Which is just like, killing me, man. Four hours is a lot. <laughs> well, if you're streaming it, you can always pause it and come back to it later. True, but it's still a lot. <laughs> That's more than the Lord of the Rings movie. <laughs> uh, just think of it as a Bollywood movie, minus the music. So, we were hearing that Ray Fisher was very angry about how he was treated. And he, very social about it, and saying that he was treated in a negative way because he was black. And he wanted to make a big deal out of it. And eventually, they Warner Brothers did eventually conclude that he was right, right, and and he that they they fired someone or they they changed some policies or something like that, right, Jake? Uh, apparently, uh, he was told one thing and they did something else. Uh, yeah, I mean Ray Fisher laid out his case and uh, I believe him. Uh, but looks like Walter Hamada's contract has been extended. Jeff Johns. Nothing's been done to him, except he was removed off of uh, something that I wasn't paying any attention to. Sorry, guys, but my pay I can only pay attention to so much at once. Uh, and it uh, looks like Ray Fisher is no longer in the, in the Flashpoint movie. Which it was supposed to be, from the last we heard, a Flash and Cyborg, which Ray Fisher played in Justice League. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like a buddy movie, and now they're like, yeah, they're just going to come out. And apparently they're cutting out the whole character of Cyborg from Flash movie entirely. So, uh, who the hell knows when that movie's coming out? <laughs> uh, it's looking like it's going to go the way of Gambit, the way... Uh... I mean, we don't even know if uh, Ray Fit, if if the cyborg character is going to be in the movie. Probably not. Uh, I figured something was up when they uh, cast another actor to play cyborg on Titans, which I haven't seen. So apparently, it's still scheduled for f- f- uh, November fourth, twenty twenty two, which is plausible. I don't know. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I don't. We'll, I guess we'll know, we'll we'll know then. We'll know if they postpone it again or eventually. I mean, I mean, I think they were supposed to start filming right like the week before COVID start hitting. 
Yeah. So uh, this uh-huh. is this has been a damned movie for a long time. Yeah, eight yeah, well AT the the one thing's obvious, AT and T does not know how to run a movie studio. Oh, it's been forever. I remember um hearing that Warner Brothers was like debating about making a Wonder Moon movie for like thirty years, <laughs> and you know they finally give it up and like make one, and then they love it, and then, um, then Wonder Woman eighty four came out, and people were like, eh. So, uh, yeah, even I've thought about it because before I canned my HBO Max um subscription, I won't get into the reasons why, other than too damn expensive and couldn't. A port my account over to uh, another device, um, but uh, I rewatched it and uh, it's not an eight; it's a seven, and that's and that's by rounding. And both of those scores were are roundup. So yeah, I mean, if they're taking out Cyborg from Flash movie, then mm-hmm. they're changing up the script, which means that. I don't know what, if anything, they have shot, and um, I don't know what, if anything, they're gonna going to shoot. So it just, it just sounds like they're gonna screw up Flashpoint again. So it looks like if you want, if you want an ex- a, a, a cinematic experience, the animated movies is the way to go. And so, okay, so just this four-hour Snyder cut. Are you excited for that, or are you kind of, I'm done, I don't really care anymore? <laughs> uh, I'm excited. I mean, uh, Zack Snyder is one of those filmmakers, he's awesome, or, oh my god, this is terrible. Uh, there's really not much in between, but when you don't mess with it, and he's done some amazing stuff. I mean, I love 300. Politics aside... I mean, it's still it's a wonderful movie. Now, the Snyder cut of Batman vs Superman, I think, it's a superior movie. It's just mm-hmm. three hours long. <laughs> uh, I've never had a problem with long, long movies. Uh, I guess it's because I grew up watching some Bollywood. Yeah, um, I mean, there was rumors about the Snyder cut being like broken off to become like a TV series or something instead of a movie. And they're like, no, it's going to be a four hour movie and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a big deal. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. And I just can't believe all the people that seem to think that this means Zack Snyder's vision for uh, the DCU is going to be come back or something. No, this is just a one off. uh, And Zack Snyder's going to move on. I mean, and uh, and be happy. I mean, uh, Warner Brothers is doing the right thing, letting him uh, have his vision, uh, which is something Warner Brothers is famous for doing, uh, messing with a movie, and then years later, uh, correcting the mistake. I mean, Exorcist, uh, Blade Runner, uh, Eyes, Wide, Eyes Wide Shut. I, I can go on and on and on. Uh, they're famous for doing that. Superman 2, Richard Donner cut. Yeah, exactly. I think that, uh, that's the full weapon series. It's also Donner. So, 
I'm 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 looking forward to it. Uh, I am, but four hours is just a lot, you know, <laughs> to sit down for. So uh, we'll see. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not. It's we're in the middle of a pandemic. It's not like I have to rush off anywhere. True. True. All right. So we got some Spider-Man three set pick leaks. So it looks like this movie is going to be set in Christmas time. Holiday season. Ah, home for the holidays. Yeah, or home alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And God, I hope half the rumors uh, about this movie are not true, or it's going to be more crowded and messed up than uh, the last Spider-Man 3. So all the rumors are saying that this movie is going to be very much a Spider-Verse live action. With multiple Spider-Mans. Uh, from multiple universes, mm-hmm. coming to multiple, to have multiple villains, and um, it's, it's I, I definitely, you know, Spider-Man movies, even if it, the, okay, even the worst Spider-Man movie is still a pretty decent movie. I know people hate Spider-Man 3 or Amazing Spider-Man 2, but they're still decent movies, so I'm okay, even if this is a disaster at least it'd be a decent movie, I think. I don't think it's going to be a disaster. I mean, Kevin Feige's got too much. Well, he's going to have very little to do with this, so there is the possibility. I guess the telling thing will be as if uh, Marvel doesn't let him put the Marvel uh, tag in front of the movie. Yeah, um, we'll see how that works. If if I'm actually, uh, you know, I, I'm a big fan of these bar. Um, Tom Holland movies, so mm-hmm. yeah, and, and John, yeah, and John Watts, the guy who's directing these, looks like he's been tapped to uh, do the uh, Fantastic Four movie, and I'm fine with that. Yeah, I have no problem with that. I mean, uh, I imagine uh, something tells me though in the uh, the Ant- next Ant Man movie, we're gonna get an introduction to a Fantastic Four character or characters. Well, isn't the villain of the Ant-Man and the Wasp 3 supposed to be the, um... Kang? Yeah. Kang a Conqueror? Yeah. That's why I'm thinking we're gonna see more than just Kang. Well, well, Kang is also an Avengers uh, villain, so I wouldn't I wouldn't classify him as a Fantastic Four character, but with him in there, I would not be surprised if we see somebody like Reed Richards or Ben Grimm pop up, or uh, or maybe even yeah, I I figure it's either going to be Ben Grimm or Reed Richards or both of them, or the possibility of uh, we see a Victor Von Doom. Oh, here's something um, changing subject altogether. Uh, <laughs> I didn't put this in the show notes, but. I'm just going to bring it up because I need to talk about it. I need a rant. Um, apparently, they're gonna, Warner Brothers is going to make a um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory prequel. That's all about Willy Wonka. Ugh. No. Bad. Don't do that. Why? How do you? No. You can't justify that. Why? Why would you make that movie? Uh, haven't they learned... There's only one Willy Wonka movie that's any good. And then there's one... Oh, God, I I, I gotta talk about this. Um, Warner Brothers, uh, are you familiar with the cartoon Tom and Jerry? Yeah, the Tom and Jerry 
and Waddy Wonka combo. Uh, yeah, they made an animated, a full-length feature uh, of Tom and Jerry, uh, Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory. It is as messed up as you think it would be. I mean, they tried to give a lot of backstory to Willy Wonka in the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie that with um, Johnny Depp, and I just don't care. It's not a really a... <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's a um, Willy... The Gene Wilder version, which is I consider the only one worth watching, is like one of the greatest uh, kid-friendly slasher movies of all time. Yeah, that tr- that uh, scene in the boat is really messed up. If you like frame by frame that. <laughs> yeah, and then the whole thing with the Oompa Loompas. I mean, I'm like going, is this a pro-slavery movie? So, <laughs> to a degree. I'll give some defense to Charlie and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory with Johnny Death because I did like some aspects of it more than the Wilder one. But overall, I do think the Wild one is way better because I like that version of Wonka a whole lot better than the insane Michael Jackson version of Wonka in Charlie. Mm-hmm. There's just something about Gene Wilder. I mean... I like that that Charlie in the Charlie Factory said no. He didn't want to be part of that. And I was like, yeah, that's a totally legit thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now I just wish somebody at Warner said this about the but they gonna but studio's gonna recycle. The 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 Oompa Loompas being clones? No. That was terrifying. <laughs> I don't know why they couldn't hire little people to do that. Why they needed to clone the same guy over and over again? No, that was creepy. But like the the bratty little kid that was like about going into the TV, I think he was pretty on point, more, more better in, in this newer movie than the first movie. So definitely, there's like a mixed match of things that are better and worse. But still, Wilder way better. Like Wilder, I'll give that maybe an eight out of ten or nine, and then the new one maybe a five or six out of ten. You know, it's, it's, but I don't care about Willy Wonka's past. I don't care. You know, they, they try to put that in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. I didn't care. I don't care. He went to the jungles and got, you know, candy from the people. And I don't care. Why? Uh, I, and I, and I think younger people don't care either. They want their own thing. They don't want to see recycled things of their grandparents, uh, nostalgia and uh their uh pop culture they want their own and didn't charlie and chucky factory not do that well um box office that people are like eh well, i don't think uh i, I remember willy wonka bombed at first it took a long time before it became popular and caught on and stuff because it was pretty much made as an ad for uh wonka chocolates because it's a real chocolate company so I think I see here that it made four hundred and seventy-five million, which was the O five version. Um, budget was one fifty. So with the advertising, it made a profit, but barely. But it's like yeah, I, I just don't see the need. Um, to I don't really care about how he got his candy. You know, if the if Charlie and the Chocolate Factory gave me an indie condition, I don't care about his dad being a dentist or whatever. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, 
if they have to absolutely uh, recycle this, they should do it as a musical. Just remake the movie, go back to the Ron Dahl uh, book, uh, and just find some really quirky singer uh, and make a star out of them. But, but who gives, like, but I agree with you, who gives a shit about a prequel? Hey, give it to Morand, uh, the writer of uh, Hamilton, you know. Yeah, exactly. He could probably do something with it really interesting. Um, Lynn Moran. But if you're going to, yeah, but if you're going to do a prequel, he's a little too old. So I would give that, you know, I'm just saying, let Lynn uh, Manuel Miranda write it and have it as, as a sequel. I think that could be cool because I'd really trust him as a writer because Hamilton's so fantastic. Um, so I don't know. I don't know about that, but all right. Now that's going to be basically it for the show. We do have some extra content here. Now this extra content, uh, is for the patrons. So if you're not a patron, can't listen. Hey, sorry. It is what it is, but that's going to be it for us. Unless you're a patron. And if you're a patron, continue on. Bye. Bye. Before this podcast wraps up, I want to thank my patrons. Thank you, Kano3D, Mr. Bengal5, and Kevin Winter for your financial support on Patreon.com. So that's going to be it for this podcast. Thanks for listening. You can find 3D or 2D on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Pinterest, Instagram, and more. Just look for 3D or 2D. Links are in the info box. If you want to send us listener mail, our email address is email3dor2d at gmail.com. Thank you for either listening or watching this podcast. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Bye, everyone.